Welcome to the CMECE podcast, Let's Talk MRSA, 20 Frequently Asked Questions. Please review the complete CMECE information at www.mrsa20faqs.com. This podcast is designed to clarify frequently asked questions in serious MRSA infections that pose a threat to patient safety and add to the healthcare burden. Episodes released weekly are structured into four learning modules. Learners can apply for credit after reviewing each learning module. This is the first learning module, Evolving Epidemiology of MRSA. There are four episodes in this learning module. This is the third episode. In this episode, Dr. George Zanell from University of Manitoba in Canada shares his clinical experience. Thank you, Dr. Zanell, for joining us once again. Our previous discussions have focused mainly on healthcare-acquired MRSA infections. Over the past several years, we've been hearing more and more about MRSA in the community. So, Dr. Zanell, what exactly is community-associated MRSA? Community-associated MRSA is likely a methicillin-susceptible Staph aureus or an MSSA that acquired the methicillin-resistance phenotype. Uh, it originally uh, was documented to cause infections in young, healthy children in Minnesota and North Dakota back in uh, 2000, and in fact caused deaths in these young, healthy children. And at that time, individuals knew that they had a new, different type of MRSA, not one that came from the hospital, but something that truly emerged in the community. Today, we know that community-associated MRSA loves to cause infections in young, healthy individuals living in the community and congregates typically where individuals, large groups of individuals, come together. So we know that MRSA, community-associated MRSA, loves to cause infections in individuals such as in penitentiaries, in the military, in groups of uh, men who have sex with men, on cruise ships, in Aboriginal reserves, but also in sports teams, for example, football teams, where there's a lot of uh, contact and uh, sharing of combs and towels, and with the abrasions that go on, MRSA uh, is a perfect pathogen to cause serious skin and soft tissue infections in these groups. Now, the emerging issue with community-acquired MRSA, however, is the fact that growingly it has moved from the community into the hospital setting. And now we commonly have infections in hospitalized patients that are caused by community-associated MRSA. In a very recent paper published in JAMA of 2003 by Naomi et al., this is from the Centers for Disease Control, has shown the rapid spread of community-acquired MRSA in U.S. medical centers such that somewhere in the range of 20-25% of all MRSA infections now are due to community-associated MRSA phenotypes. Okay. Now, you, you talked about this a little bit, but what, what are the different types of infections that community-associated MRSA can typically cause? So typically, community-associated MRSA infections have been documented to be primarily skin and soft tissue infections. The vast majority of the infections that are caused by CAMRSA are skin and soft tissue infections, whether it is in the outpatient setting or actually in the inpatient setting. However, there's a growing trend that CAMRSA is becoming more invasive, more virulent, and we see more documentation that CAMRSA is causing bacteremic or bloodstream infections and as well causing much more 
respiratory tract infections, whether it's community-acquired pneumonia or hospital-acquired or ventilatory-acquired pneumonia. So it, clearly this is an emerging pathogen where it's moving from just causing skin soft tissue infections to causing more invasive infections such as respiratory infections and also bacteremic illness. Now, we know that healthcare-acquired MRSA typically exhibits resistance to multiple classes of antibiotics. Does the susceptibility profile of community-associated MRSA differ from healthcare-acquired MRSA? Absolutely, there is a big difference between the susceptibility profile of CAMRSA and HAMRSA. Typically, CAMRSA is less resistant to the beta-lactams, that is the penicillins, the cephalosporins, and the carbapenems. But we still have to remember this is MRSA, so we assume it is resistant to all the beta-lactams and we can't use them. But CAMRSA is more likely to be susceptible than healthcare MRSA to clindamycin, to trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole, to the tetracyclines such as doxycycline, and also to the fluoroquinolones. However, we do know that things are changing. CAMRSA is rapidly adapting and becoming less susceptible and more resistant to all the agents that I, that I described. And very recently, in the September 2010 issue, of antimicrobial agents in chemotherapy, the Centers for Disease Control has described the emergence of CAMRSA, a specific genotype, the USA 300 clone, that is very capable of causing invasive disease such as pneumonia and bloodstream infections, that these organisms are growingly acquiring a plasmid, a conjugative plasmid, which allows it to become not only resistant to the beta-lactams, but also now it is resistant to the agents I talked about, the doxycyclines, resistant to clindamycin, trimethamosulfamethoxazole, and other agents such as aminoglycosides like gentamicin, mupiracin, which is commonly used for decolonization. And very interestingly, because this is a conjugative plasmid, it tells us that this plasmid has the ability to move horizontally, that is to move from one MRSA to another MRSA and make MRSA extremely antimicrobial resistant to the vast majority of antimicrobials. So today, CAMRSA is in general more susceptible than HAMRSA, but very quickly, I believe, CAMRSA will become even more resistant than HAMRSA as the years go on. Okay, so you've mentioned a little bit um, about the different populations who may be at a higher risk of these community-associated MRSA infections, um, such as the prison population or uh, athletes of contact sports. Are there particular risk factors for CA MRSA infections? Generally speaking, the risk factors today are that patients are generally younger. They can easily be young and healthy. They don't need comorbid illness. They don't need to be in hospital. They don't need to have been on antimicrobials recently. Uh, and again, it's groups that congregate together. So the big risk factors continue to be men who have sex with men, individuals in prisons, the military, aboriginal reserves, uh, individuals in uh, cruise ships, potentially in daycare centers. However, growingly, the risk factors for CAMRSA are becoming extremely broad and the reason is CAMRSA is growingly colonizing more and more individuals in the community. 
it is colonizing more and more individuals in the hospital such that the risk factors for CMRSA, unlike HAMRSA, are becoming broader and broader. So since CAMRSA is now commonly found both in the community as well as in the hospital settings, how has this impacted approaches to care? The major difference that we see is with family doctors and emergency doctors, growingly they tell us that any patient who comes to see them with a skin soft tissue related illness, they assume that it could be caused by CAMRSA until proven otherwise. So it's impacted on how they manage patients with skin and soft tissue illness, whether it's in individuals who are young, old, have medical problems or not. Their assumption is that CAMRSA is causing that infectious disease. Once the patient becomes hospitalized and is in the medical center, growingly our assumption is that if it is a pneumonia, whether it is a community-acquired pneumonia being hospitalized or a hospital-acquired or ventilatory-acquired pneumonia, it, whether it's a hospital-acquired wound infection or a bacteremia, we assume that CAMRSA is one of those pathogens. And so the willingness to start empiric treatment for CAMRSA infections in the community setting and in the hospital setting is on high alert, and more and more we are starting empiric CAMRSA coverage. Well, this is all the time we have for today. Thank you again, Dr. Zanel. Please join us again for subsequent discussions on meeting the challenges of MRSA infections. Thank you.